This is Bribe the Ref, a weekly daily fantasy soccer podcast brought to you by two Yanks in Washington, D.C. I'm one of them, Sam Sachs. I'm the other, Sam Knight. Each week we break down Saturday's main slate of European Premier League matches with advice on daily fantasy over at FanDuel, sometimes on DraftKings as well. Two platforms that do not pay us to make this podcast. We always have to, we don't have to, but we always choose to give this disclaimer at the top of our show. Uh, We just use the platforms to try to win money. It's match day 25, six games on the slate. But before we get to them, let's talk a little bit about the midweek slate. Sam was not on the podcast earlier in the week. You had a bit of a disaster with the slate, in fact, on Wednesday, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I was traveling, and I ran out of data, <laughs> so <laughs> I was uh, I was in the middle of uh, of a, of traveling and uh, couldn't couldn't update my lineups. Did you have anyone in there that ended up not starting? Fortunately, no. Wow. I, d- I okay. did not. But I had the same. Line- so you had no excuse. <laughs> well, I did have the same lineup four times. Mm. I I, uh, I I had four entries and sometimes did, did, that do- pays off. It, well, <laughs> you can get it up there. You see that strategy employed often on these sites where someone will do the same lineup fifteen times. You wonder what they're doing, and then sometimes you'll see them like rank tenth place in all those lineups and. They clean up. They clean up. They do. It's 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 that. It is a I risk. mean, that's what I was thinking. I was partially thinking <laughs> that. I I also wasn't thinking, but I guess the uh, the the decision making calculus was fuck it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll strike gold and and get that repeater. Yeah. I, everyone started, but that's why that's why you gotta you gotta diversify. Variety is the spice of life, and it is the spice of gambling, too. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, starting with Tuesday's slate, the, it was a real high-scoring week for strikers, high-scoring week in general. Mitrovic put up 59.6 points for Fulham. Uh, Jimenez for Wolves put up 48.2. Obama Yang for Arsenal put up 43.6. And the guy that I said I hated last week, Glenn Murray... Put up fifty two point six points for Brighton. Now I did. I was able to put in a slate on Tuesday, and I did notice that you had told our audience not to pick Glenn Murray. Yeah, and he had scored two goals within like the first twenty minutes yeah. of play. You were cl- you, you were quick to send me a Twitter DM about that. <laughs> um, we did Owned. have. I did at least said you should put Pogba in your lineup, and Pogba did exceed value with thirty eight point six points. Most of that coming in the second half. Um, the winning lineup had both Pogba and Murray alongside Wolves' Roman Saiz, who put up 34 as a cheap defensive midfielder. I mean, we've been watching Saiz all season. He's dangerous to put up points. Yeah, he, uh, he, he puts up a lot. He's got a pretty good floor, and occasionally he puts in a goal. Both side, He can do it on both sides of the field, uh, Saiz. The, the, great value, great value for money usually, although he's, he's increasing. Yeah. The, the winning lineup also had Ryan Babel, who I noted wasn't uh, on FanDuel. I'm not sure if he was added later or uh, if I just didn't notice him in the midfield section, but he was a midfielder, and he put up 24 points with an assist and a bunch of chances created. Um, the winning lineup won without having Mitrovic, which is something. Um, they had M- Marcus Rashford, who only put up 17 points, but... Uh, they got more than 50 points out of their defenders combined. Keen for Everton and Chambers for Fulham. Chambers had a goal. And uh, Pickford in goal for Everton put up 23 points. My lineup went wrong with De Bruyne. Uh, Manchester City in general shit the bed, losing to Newcastle 2-1. to Danilo, who I really went heavy on, only put up 6.5 points. So not a great week at least on Tuesday. Wednesday, I did a little bit better. My fade of Liverpool ended up uh, working out pretty well. I mean, Sadio Mane did have uh, a goal, but he wasn't even on the winning lineup. There were so many goals on Wednesday, too, with Joshua King uh, putting in tons of, uh, I think, what, he had two goals? Yeah. He had two goals. Two goals and an assist? Yeah, and then you had Brooks putting in an assist and a goal. Yeah. 
and uh, I had a stack with uh, Youngman Son, Urente, and Rose on Tottenham. Uh, that ended up doing pretty well for me. Pretty much my rule, if Youngman Son is below $10,000, I'm putting him in my lineup all the time. He is pacey. He loves to shoot, even if uh, even if he doesn't always take the best shots. Yeah, he gets that, it on that's goal important. pretty often. That's important. But he, he's, he's been scoring a lot. Yeah, he's, he, he does find the back of the net quite a lot. I... Um, yeah, on Wednesday, as I said, there was a data snafu, <laughs> but I I did manage to have uh, Wilfred Zaha who mm. scored finally. He finally scored, but then was sent off, <laughs> which yeah. finally doesn't count against you uh, in Fanduel. Yeah, it, in DraftKings, in DraftKings, it does. The day before, I was looking all right. I had Murray in one. Uh, I had him alongside Richarlison, who had Everton's only goal, but uh, then Man City lost to uh, Newcastle, which, as a Newcastle fan, I was I was happy to see as uh, someone who had money on Leroy Sané and uh, Sterling and Aguero to score goals. Yeah, well, you got one out of Aguero. <laughs> well, yeah, but... But you need but, more. Yeah, you do <laughs> need more for, for his I mean, price. Didn't they score within like 45 seconds? They did. Aguero, <laughs> Aguero scored very quickly. Uh, the assist was from Silva, and then nothing happened. Yeah, I, by, I bet you thought you were chilling when you had Glenn Murray with two goals in the first like <laughs> few minutes, and then Aguero with a goal in the first 45 seconds. Yeah, well, I, I, did, I don't think I had Aguero in that. I had Sané mm. uh, in that lineup, but I still, he should have done something, and he, he did not do anything. Very surprising to see that Bournemouth thrashing of Chelsea 4-0. Yeah. Yeah, that raises a lot of questions. Heading in to our six-game main slate on Saturday, five matches, pretty evenly evenly matched games. One projected to be a blowout with Chelsea hosting last place Huddersfield, but who knows with the way Chelsea has been playing. They're they're losing 0-6 in their last two games, both losses. Alongside Chelsea versus Huddersfield, we've got number 13, Brighton at home versus number nine, Watford, which I'm not sure uh, how many people are going to be on Watford this week, but I like them. Number 17, Burnley hosting number 16, Southampton. Um, Both teams playing for a lot here. They don't want to fall into the relegation zone. Number 15, Crystal Palace hosts number 19, Fulham. Number And I, I think there could be a lot of goals in that game. Uh, number eight, Everton at home against number seven, Wolves. And then in the late game, we've got number 18, Cardiff, hosting number 10, Bournemouth. Another team that could be a, a sneaky stack. Every game on the slate has an over-under at two and a half, though the Chelsea game is projected to be the highest scoring, mainly because Chelsea is projected to score an entire goal more than the rest of the teams on the slate. So the main question for me this week is how much exposure you want to Chelsea. I mean, part of trying to build a winning lineup is to take into account what Vegas is saying here. And Vegas is really big on Chelsea for a good reason. They're hosting the worst team in the league in Huddersfield. But they've been completely out of sorts lately and their players are starting to get expensive. What are your thoughts on Chelsea in general before we head into this, before we start breaking down uh, the, the players on this slate? Uh, my, my thoughts are, well, you, you never know how um, some of the bigger teams uh, with, with some of the more skilled players respond to a 4-0 thrashing. This, this could be indicative uh, of deeper problems, especially because they'd lost the game before that too, but... Uh, this could also just be a, a blip in the radar, a wake-up call to certain players, and they'll come out and they will um, thrash uh, Huddersfield 4-0, 4-1, something like that. But you also get the feeling that with their recent run of poor form, they would take a 1-0 victory. And with some of the prices on some of these players, uh, it, I don't know if it's worth it. Iguain may be a little tasty at 10000 Well, you're only saying that because Chelsea's tweeting about him today. Well, <laughs> he was pretty I, awful in his he, debut. He was. He was. But he, he needs time to time to adjust. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if three days is <clears throat> enough time for him. Three or four days. 
Maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, I I do not recommend much exposure to Chelsea. I've got Iguahin in in one or two mm. uh, of my tournament plays, but I don't value for money. I don't like them. I found the slate to be pretty evenly priced to where you can stack Chelsea. You can do something like having uh, Hazard, Iguain, or Pedro, and then maybe a, a Chelsea defender or goalkeeper. And then also have your choice of another team you might want to stack alongside that. You might have to go for slightly cheaper uh, alternative, like a downgrade of Townsend to a Milivojevic on Crystal Palace or something. But all right, let's let's just dive into all these players. Let's start with forwards. Uh, who, which forward are you going to be targeting the most this week, Sam? Uh, this week, so I, well, the most. I don't know if he's the most, but I, I do like Josh King for Bournemouth. Same. I've got him as my number one striker this week. I pretty much the same. Um, he uh, he did very well last week, and going up against a poor Cardiff team, you uh, expect him to be very active. One, no Callum Wilson. No Callum Wilson, so he he's probably going to play 90 minutes. Uh, there's there's no David Brooks, though, in the midfield, and that, that does give me uh, a bit of pause because he he was instrumental in, <clears throat> excuse me, in setting up King's goals. Uh, last week and uh, you never know with them on the road maybe maybe they'll take a a, a 1-0 victory yeah I I like Josh King I mean Bournemouth is a little shaky on the road which is my one concern here they're uh, 3-8 no on the road Cardiff is 4-6-2 at home which isn't great but for a bad Cardiff team that's about what you'd expect I guess at home um, but other than that, all systems go. Brooks being out is a is a hit on the team. But what that means is I like Frazier even Frazier, more in midfield. Yeah, Frazier. You know, we'll we'll get into midfield here a little bit later. I, but um, I, I really like the idea of a Josh King, uh, Ryan Frazier stack this week, just because I mean Cardiff, Cardiff's just not good. They're bottom five in conceding goals, shots, chances, and corners this year. So. Load up on Bournemouth. I do think that the uh, $9,000 price tag does make Josh King especially attractive. And uh, with with that amount of money, I think I would accept a uh, one-goal performance from King, assuming that wasn't all he did, assuming he was active uh, in in other ways, too. And I think he can be. I think he can can be. be. When Wilson's not in there, he's going to be taking shots. He's going to be involved in creating chances. Um, and yeah, at a price like $9,000, the, the most expensive striker on the slate is Mitrovic at eleven five. You've got Pedro for Chelsea at 11000 Uh You've got Iguain around, I think, 10000 or ten five. Um, and then you have players like uh, Jimenez and Hota, who are around 10000 and $9,500. So I think Josh King has the potential to put up as many points as any of those Yeah, for $2,500 less. Yeah. All right. So uh, we both agree that Josh yeah. King is uh, instrumental to your to, to the stack this week. Who, who else do you have All right. up front? Uh, look, I know a few weeks ago I thought that this player was a lock to get points. He was a dud. And then the next week he followed up with a lot of points. Uh, I like Barnes on Burnley this week at only $8,000. Let me read you his last five uh, performances in terms of FanDuel points. 28.6, five, was, that was the game he shit the bet in. Then he had 16.8, 31.3, and 34. He's had two goals, uh, one assist. $8,000 going up against Southampton. Uh, a but defense, they're also bad. <laughs> yeah, another bad defense. Uh, bottom six in goals, shots, chances, and corners uh, conceded per game in the league. Um, Burnley hasn't lost a game in their last five matches. Um, they've scored eight goals over their last five matches. This is a team that seems completely different in form than what they were a few months ago. They're finding goals, they're having offense, and they're going up. They're at home against Southampton. That isn't much of a defensive team. So I like Barnes at only $8,000. That's a hell of a value. And if you want to get even crazier, take Wood for $500 cheaper at $7,500. I think there's going to be goals in this game. 
You know what? I have Barnes too. For, uh, number two. <laughs> well, he's one of the, he's one of my four right, that's strikers. Good. Uh, that's good. I, I don't think he's number two. He, he, but he's you, number you concur four. on this. I, I I concur that he is uh, one of the four forwards I list that I think you should stack this week for pretty much all the reasons that you gave, especially because uh, rule my one of my rules of thumb is that. When teams play at home, they tend to see more of the ball. And um, I don't know, even if he doesn't score or assist that much, I would assume he would be uh, very involved in the game. Yeah, I think Wood uh, is more goal dependent than Barnes. Barnes uh, sets a lot of things up. So I would rather go Barnes than Wood and pay for the extra $500. But if you need it, you can go uh, either way, I guess. So you mentioned Fulham, how they give up a lot of goals. My uh, moving on, I've got Jordan Ayu. Nice. As a I do four. too. You do too. Yeah. yeah. He's only 7,500. Uh, Palace are going to be without Wilfred Zaha, so Ayu's probably going to get a lot of uh, time playing. Although they did just sign, or uh, sorry, get on loan Bachai, Mishi Bachai this week. Yeah. Chelsea player who is on loan from Valencia. Bachai is not on the FanDuel slate, to be clear. But that said... Keep it, an eye on him in the it, weeks to come. Keep an eye on him, but it, it could also uh, still impact IU's playing time. And by the way, speaking of players who are not on the slate, we're still waiting for McNeil from Burnley yeah. to be added to the FanDuel slate. He, he'll probably score a lot this uh, this week, or and no one can get him. But anyway... Fine uh, with me. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, back to IU. Uh, Fulham, they leak goals. Yeah. Uh, he'll probably play... Uh, and seven thousand five hundred. You got it. You got to like them at that. Yeah, full and bottom five in goals, shots, chances allowed per game. I like IU at seventy five hundred so as well. Now, wow, we agree pretty much on three out of four forwards. This might be controversial because I also like Mitrovic. Hmm. I like Mitrovic. I know he what is uh, eleven and a half grand, uh, but he played very well last week and. Brighton are, you know, they haven't been great lately, but they're they're generally a solid defensive team. And Fulham, they give up a lot of goals, but I I think they might click. And you said this was going to be a high scoring game. You think yeah. this is? I do too. I could see a lot of goals uh, on both sides. And and Palace, by the way, they've lost their last two at home. So uh, that's that's something to to look out for too. I've got Mitrovic as a as an honorable mention mainly because of his price and how high it is at eleven thousand five hundred. Also, Fulham is zero ten and two on the road, so um, <laughs> there is a chance that they don't do anything. True, and that uh, Crystal wins two nil or three nil. I could see that happening as well. Um, Mitrovic put up fifty nine point six points last week. He has three goals. In his last five, um, but you need him to ha- score two goals at that price. I feel yeah. like, or at least or have a, a goal and a couple shots, a couple chances created. Um, I like I like Dini at eight thousand five hundred dollars. Um, he has two goals over his last five games, but he has eleven chances created over his last four games. Brighton bottom five in shots and chances created. Dini eight thousand five hundred dollars, pretty reasonably priced. I kind of I, I just. I'm I'm choosing Dini because I like Watford a lot this week. Watford uh, on the road against Brighton. What is Brighton at home again? Brighton is five three and three. All right, going up against Watford four three and four on the road. So I I can see Watford performing well this week still. Well, uh, you... Brighton is the type that play back. They play defensive. Yeah, they do. They let the 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 they let whoever they're playing against have control of the ball a lot and. That can rack up a lot of FanDuel points in terms of chances created and shots on goal, even if they aren't able to score goals. I, I was just thinking about the last time that um, Watford played on the South Coast. They uh, played against Bournemouth, and Dini had, what, two goals and an assist that game? Yeah. He racked up a lot of points, so not bad. I, I'm currently fading Dini. Uh, I don't have him uh, in any of my lineups, but... Who knows? You made a you made a decent case for him. Maybe I'll uh, worm him into something tomorrow morning in one of one of my eight tournament lineups. <laughs> a couple other players to think about: Danny Ings at eight thousand five hundred dollars. His last two games, he's had a floor of at least thirteen points. That means he score he can score in the double digits without scoring goals or assists. And uh, up against Burnley, um, and 
Burnley is one of those teams that's in the bottom five in all these stats, giving up uh, goals, shots, chances, corners, but they've been much better lately. So that's the only question mark is whether or not you want to keep targeting Burnley, given how they've been playing lately. Um, Also, Diego Hota at $9,500. He's just been putting up so many points. He has four goals, two assists over his last five games, and he's not... His price doesn't account for that yet, I don't think. So my uh, my sleepers or uh, sleeper-ish picks, I do have Iguain, uh in two. I think two or two or one lineups. I just because Huddersfield, uh, you'd like to think that Chelsea would just will just be battering them. I was surprised that Pedro played alongside Iguain, uh earlier this week. I wonder. If they'll go with that again, in when they did play side by side, Pedro it was able to put up 16 points without a goal, without an assist, in a 4-0 loss to Bournemouth, which makes me think Pedro might have a higher floor. Probably does have a higher floor than Iguain, but the big question are they going to play together again after they just got smoked 4-0? Seems like you want to yeah. mix things up. Yeah, I I, I have uh, Pedro in one, but uh, totally without Iguain. Uh, which, quite frankly, would be weird to yeah. put them both in the yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, my sleeper this week, my forward sleeper, is uh, Cenk Tosin hmm. for Everton. Uh, Wolves, I do have a lot of action on Wolves, but it skews more toward the defensive side of things. And Wolves are one of those teams where you're never really quite sure what you're going to get with them. And... Um, I think overall they're they're a strong team. They're gonna probably finish on the top half of the table, but some days it looks like they just they just can't be fucking bothered <laughs> to 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 turn up and play. Yeah, and, I, have, I have no idea what's going on in that Everton Wolves game, and it just makes me want to stay away from it. Everton's got a pretty good defense. Both teams have pretty good defenses. Wolves have been scoring a lot of goals lately, but on the road against Everton, which hasn't allowed that many goals, I just I don't know. It's hard to. There are a few players, and we'll we'll get into yeah. the midfield and defense where you can get out of that game. But the, yeah, I'm, but Tosun to to is at seven thousand dollars. That's a good price. He he. It's weird that he doesn't play more for Everton because they don't really have another out and out striker, and sometimes uh, they don't really play any striker. And Richarlison sort of plays in the most advanced role for them, but yeah. that hasn't really been working out lately. Well, they kind of switch between. Chank, Tosin, and Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin, yeah. Um, but I think they're they're kind of leaning toward Tosin right now. Yeah, I yeah, I have them in one with uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson, which I don't mean to get ahead of myself. Perhaps that's a a, a good way to um, yeah, let's, segue yeah, to midfield. Yeah, let's here. segue to midfield here. Um, okay, boom! I have Gilfie as <laughs> <laughs> so we we're going through five midfielders uh, that we that we tout of uh, because. You know, there are three midfield slots, so we figured, I don't know, up at the five. And Gilfie... I didn't really follow the five rule. Oh, you didn't follow yeah, it? I've well, got a few more than five oh, well, to talk about. Oh, well, la Well, I've got... Anyway, uh, Gilfie is not the uh, the one I am leaning on most, I don't think. But I do think that even if Everton only score a goal, maybe two... Uh, that Gilfie will be involved, very much involved in everything. Well, that's because also Lucas Dean is suspended. Lucas Dean Correct. would normally yes. uh, take the corners and a lot of the set pieces, and with him out, Gilfie's uh, opportunities increase a lot. That's right. He's undervalued, it almost seems, at 9500 The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is what I said before about Wolves. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But Everton at home, uh, you'd like to think that they will be controlling the ball in front of their own fans for a little bit, and Gilfie will be uh, very much a part of that. I've got, uh, as my top midfielder here, uh, it's a one or the other, depending on what the lineup looks like, but I think you have to put either Eden Hazard or Willian in there. Um, if they both start, I like Willian more at $9,000. If just Hazard starts, I like Hazard at $11,500. Um, even in a 4 loss last week with no goals, no assists, Hazard put up 25 points, hit five chances. 
So, I mean, that's that's worst case scenario, I feel like. And now they're at home against Huddersfield. Uh, Hazard should be able to do better. And a lot of these games where Hazard's been crummy, it's been when he and William have both been out there on the field. Last week, William didn't start, and Hazard was able to put up all these points. And now he's got this new weapon up front with Higuain. So I like the idea of playing Hazard at 11.5. And I don't think at that price, it's too restrictive given the prices of other players on this slate. I think you can put Hazard in your lineup and still get good players. Um, if William and Hazard start, William takes more corners. I think he has uh, a higher floor. And he's cheaper, so I would play William there at $9,000. I do have Hazard in a few lineups, but I I haven't, I haven't, don't have him on my list because I just feel uh, burned <laughs> by the last time when uh, we said uh, go with Hazard and, yeah. and, and he didn't do much. Five games without a goal now, Hazard. And I know he did, uh, as, you said, as you said, he did okay uh, last week, but... Uh, I just, I, it, I'm, yeah, I don't know. It, it gives me pause and, uh, you would think that with Huddersfield at home, he's, he's a lock, but I, I'm very reluctant at his price to, uh, to tout him. Number one on my list. What about William? William, I, if he's, uh, if he's starting, if he's starting at 9,000, at 9,000 taking corners for Chelsea yeah, against Huddersfield. I, I, I do like William. I do, I do, uh, I do like Willian. I guess the only problem is he might not play the whole game. He might not play the whole game, and I didn't see him as an expected starter, so I was a little bit bearish on Willian this week. But who knows? I routinely um, reconfigure my lineup based on who starts. You have to. When it, you have to. One of the reasons why I got um, pissed on on Wednesday. <laughs> So, so I don't know. I might, I might rejigger everything, especially if this man doesn't start. Ryan Babel for Fulham. He, mm. He's number one on my list at six thousand five hundred dollars. I think he uh, is is fantastic value for money, and uh, like we were had been talking about that Fulham Crystal Palace fixture, uh, it seems to be full of a lot of goals. So I've got Babel. First on my list at six thousand five hundred, and then second on my list, I've got Milia Vojevic uh, from hmm. Crystal Palace at seven thousand five hundred. And uh, not to get too ahead of myself, but this is kind of thematic. I've also got Andrews Townsend on the list at eight thousand five hundred, particularly because he's listed as a midfielder, but he uh, often plays basically the role of a forward. Yeah, I love Milivojevic and Townsend. I'll have um, each of them in lineups. I'll have a few lineups with both of them together, even in a crystal uh, stack against yeah. Fulham. Yeah. Uh, Townsend, his last three games 14 points, 26 points, 10 points, one goal, one assist. He had 20 points against Fulham in uh, their last match, the last time they played earlier this year. You got, you've got Townsend and uh, Milivojevic together. In, in a, in a, in I don't a have a problem with that. No, I mean, no, that's that. That makes sense. Um, Milivojevic, fourteen points, nineteen points, thirty-one points, twenty-eight points in his last four games. That's pretty damn good for only seventy-five hundred dollars. Yeah. Again, going up against Fulham, a terrible team, yeah. terrible defense. Milivojevic, he, he takes set pieces, he takes penalties. Yep. And uh, you'd expect Fulham to give up uh, to, to at least foul. Talking about times. talking about Ryan Babel. Um, I think there's a sl- a couple players here uh, around the six thousand five hundred. Oh, sorry, I do have Milivojevic and Townsend together in a stack too. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good stack that maybe some people will uh, stay away from, given that they kind of play opposing roles. Like Townsend takes corners, uh, and Milivojevic is taking kicks. So I, I don't see them connecting with each other necessarily on an assist goal. But uh, you throw in IU as a striker up there. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm wondering if you do in that lineup. I, I, don't I know. actually do have yeah. IU in there yeah, as well. Yeah, you're going to do yeah. a crystal stack, and that's how you take these tournaments down a lot is you stack the team that ends up with the most goals. That's a, you, that's a good way to do it. <clears throat> um, you brought up Babel at 6,500. He put up 24 points last week, 13 points the week before that. He's got an assist, four chances created in his last game. Actually, I have Babel and Milivojevic uh, in the same lineup twice. 
mm. as well. I, I have them in stacks. Well, together. you could pretty much put Babel in any lineup at that price at 6500 <laughs> yeah. You can pair them with uh, whoever. Uh, there's a few other cheap players I want to mention here. They didn't really... I didn't include them as like my top locks for midfield, but they're worth mentioning. Players like Stanislaus for Bournemouth at $6,000. He's put up over his last four games that he started 23 points, 14 points, 20 points, 13.9 points, two assists. So he's going to fill that Brooks role. He does take corners. He's involved in set pieces at $6,000. That's pretty cheap play if you are thinking about stacking Bournemouth and looking for a pivot player or a cheaper player to put in there. And also for Wolves, Dendonker at $5,000. He doesn't score goals. He doesn't get assists, but he's still, he's put up 20 points, 13 points, 13 points in his last three games, which is a pretty decent floor for a person at $5,000 only. The reason why I probably won't have those three players, including Ryan Babel in my name of my lineup, lineups, is because I don't think you need to really go for that much value on a slate like this because there's a lot of players at 8,500, 9,500 in the midfield that could just blow up that I love this week. And since we've already talked about paying down at forward, we like King at only 9,000. We like people like Barnes at uh, 8,000 or $8,500. I'm not sure you necessarily need to uh, pay down at midfield and go for these value spots, but Babel put up 24. He could put up, you know, he could score a goal and an assist for Fulham. So, yeah, you, you know. Well, I guess, I don't know. I mean... <clears throat> like, who have you found I, in that lineup with Babel? What does that allow you to to get uh, in your in your... In your midfield, well, or, or your well, if you link him with Mitrovic, yeah, I guess, yeah, that, I guess that's, that's the way good. to get to Mitrovic, and I, they did connect. <clears throat> last so, week. I mean, sometimes I think of it that you want the cheaper players uh, in your stacks, even if um, you know you might not necessarily need them because uh, you, you gotta jigger some expensive players in there. I mean, uh, Hazard is not necessarily someone I would recommend uh, to stack, but I would pair him with Babel, for instance. Mm-hmm. And uh Siegerson at nine thousand five hundred, he that that's getting up there. And uh <clears throat> maybe when we uh pivot to the defenders, talk about who we have in defense, that will also illuminate why I think we should save money uh, in the midfield. Yeah. Uh, a few other midfielders. Uh, I at, like Ryan Frazier at eight thousand dollars. We talked about him a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh he had a crummy game last week with only 2.9 points which was pretty surprising good considering how many points Bournemouth how many goals Bournemouth scored um, but before that he had 14 points 25 points 46 points Frazier top 10 himself in chances created per game on the slate Cardiff gives up the third most chances per game on the slate we mentioned Brooks is hurt so Frazier uh, will be involved in more set pieces and just in general creating more chances uh, Frazier takes corners. Cardiff gives up the second most corners per game on the slate. Frazier, in their first match this season against Cardiff, he had 30 points. So mm-hmm. I, I like I like Frazier. Yeah, not a bad. As second most confident midfielder behind uh, Hazard or William, depending on who's starting. And then I have the Townsend Milivojevic um, uh, pairing there. I like Ashley Westwood for Burnley at 8,500. Yeah, I think uh, you know, like the the Gilfie Sigurdsson principle. When you've got when you've got a uh, a creative attacking midfielder playing at home, and especially playing against uh, a team like Southampton, which will give up chances. Yeah, Westwood you, you three like assists, Westwood. three assists over his last five games: twenty one point seven points, sixteen point eight points, three point nine. And then 25.9 points and 18.6 points over those five games. The big question mark here, though, is is Goodmanson going to play? Johan Berg, Goodmanson. Uh, I, think they, I think they still do play together. I think so. But uh, Goodmanson will eat into a lot of Westwood's set pieces true. and corners. That's, yeah, good point. Yeah, he, he will if, uh, if, if he's fit. But I, you're right. If, if Goodmanson's not out there, I like Westwood. I do um, a sneaky... Um, pick I would say is Ruben Neves for Wolves uh, 7,500 I, I really I didn't really crunch the numbers on it I just think he's <laughs> he, he's very talented and Everton have been struggling so I I jammed him in to a few ones I've also got <clears throat> Wolves defensive stacks so I feel like uh, playing them together maybe uh, 
not a bad idea. So. R- rounding out my list of midfielders here, an honorable mention uh, going to... He's a little too goal-dependent for me, but I'll have a little exposure to him. We're Charleston on Everton, uh, $8,500, which is just a tantalizing price for him. Um, but he has only had one goal in his last five matches. That was last week. Worth noting, he put up his best game of the season against Wolves last time they played 50 points. Wow. He w- he was very much in form uh, earlier in the year. You wonder if, uh, well, whatever. Whatever it is, he uh, 8,500, not bad. Should we move on to the defense here? Let us do that. I'll go, I'll go first. Here's my number one defender this week, and it's a bit of a, a sleeper. Guy flying under the radar, but I think has a great matchup this week. Yeah. Aaron Juan Basanka, Crystal Palace, winger, defense. Here's his last five games in points. 16.9, 14.3, 18.6, 12.8, 11.7. That's without a goal. That's without an assist. And last time he played Fulham, he had 34.5 points with an assist. So I think Juan Basanka has a great floor. All he needs is an assist, and I think he gets one against Fulham. Terrible defense Yeah, at I, home. I do have a... Uh a Palace defender, a wingback. Uh, I have Van Arnholt. Arnholt, excuse me. Patrick Van Arnholt. He's a little more expensive, isn't he? (laughs) I am Van (laughs) Arnholt. Yeah, he is. He's 6,500. Again, I I didn't really bother myself with uh, crunching the uh, numbers in terms of how he did in the past. I just know he gets advanced a lot. He gets forward Van Arnholt. He's involved in a lot of the attacks. And uh, like, you know, we're we're whooping the dead horse at this point, talking about how Fulham gives up tons of chances. So I I won't say that. I just think at 6,500, you'll get your value this week. Probably with him. Yeah, I, I see them both pretty much the same player right now. Just Juan Basanka, fifteen hundred dollars cheaper. What do you think about Olabas this week? Well, I have him. I do have him in one, but sixty five hundred dollars. Yeah, he's got one assist in his last five games. Brighton, bottom five in the league in conceding chances per game, which could seem, which could make Olabas. Uh, a player that gets an assist this week. So the the other big uh, money defender that I'm leaning on is uh, Matt Darty for Wolves at $6,000. And uh, he does get involved. He does score goals. But he also, um, you know, he, he, he racks up the defensive points too. And uh, just as I think that Gilfie Sigurdsson will rack up... Um, will create a lot of chances. I think that some of those chances might be foiled by Darty. So we might be seeing like a scenario where, where lineups are getting uh, like 4.3 points from the three point Gilfy chances and the 1.3 Darty interceptions or whatever or blocks. Yeah, I could see that. I, I guess I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm still getting weird feelings from that Everton Wolves game and it's causing me to stay away from it though I can't really stay away from Johnny at forty five hundred dollars. I also have. I don't uh, know why his price hasn't gone up. He's so involved. Uh, yeah. In the offense, put up eighteen points uh, in his last game. Uh, he, he's he just an assist or yeah. goal waiting to happen every week. Yeah, and he always seems to at least get a shot on goal or create a few chances. And it, uh, yeah, four thousand five hundred dollars. They're the 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 potential is is quite high. I mean, like you said, a goal. Who knows? Maybe Wolves get a clean sheet and Johnny gets a goal. And at four thousand five hundred dollars, you got to be kidding me. Stephen Cook at five thousand dollars for Bournemouth. He's put up twenty six point two points, twenty four point three points in his last two games. He plays a more central defender yeah, role, he, but he gets forward. Well, I you know I w- I did actually crunch some of the numbers on Cook, and yeah. I, th- I thought that it was too. Uh, clearance based for him to uh, up against a team like Cardiff. Yeah, he needs to be against a team uh, that can keep the ball and that can threaten. And <laughs> I'm just not sure Cardiff are capable of that. Yeah, I I do like I like uh, Matt Target for Southampton at five thousand five hundred. 
uh, he does take some of their set pieces mm-hmm. and he gets forward against a team like Burnley. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, they've been good, but I, I, you would expect them to at least give up uh, a goal, and if if not a goal, tons of chances. Sol Bamba, 6000 bucks for Cardiff against Bournemouth. His last five games, 18.2, 16.9, 21.9, 6.5, and then 25.8. Um He's he's going to be busy, you'd assume, against Bournemouth. And he's great at racking up defensive points, and he's always a threat to score. Yeah. I, I don't have him in On much, but I, I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I do like Holobos, though, now that I'm thinking more and more about it. Chelsea, uh, top three in the league in conceding blocks and tackles. Defenders essentially just rack up lots of points when they're playing against Chelsea, although that hasn't been... So much the case, well, it was with uh, Cook last week, uh, as we just brought up. But uh, Zonka at 6,000, Schindler at 5,000, both Huddersfield interior defenders could both be in play if you think Chelsea bounces back and has the ball most of the game here. Yeah, uh, or maybe that uh, the Huddersfield defenders will get forward and score. I uh, <laughs> I didn't mention it for midfielders, but and and I hate to uh, be jumbled here, but I can't help but think that Aaron Moy for Hutter- Huddersfield. I don't have him in any of my lineups, but I I feel like uh, he a might, winning he, tournament lineups. He might, might include just, Moy. He might just surprise everyone, and uh, uh, the way that Chelsea fell apart last week. Um, going with my theme that Watford uh, could be in control and Brighton plays a lot of defense, um, I also like the Duffy Dunk interior defenders, 6,500 Duffy, 5,500 Dunk. I'll have a little bit of exposure to them. Bournemouth wingback Klein, $4,500. Really cheap. Could be getting forward. Um, and rounding out my defense, uh, ask Piloqueta for Chelsea if you want to go with Vegas and stack Chelsea, yeah. put Azpilicueta in there as a defender at only $5,000. He's got a high floor, 15.6, 12.1 points in his last two games. He whips in a lot of crosses. He could get an assist this week, and there's a good likelihood he'll have a clean sheet too. Yeah, yeah, I like Duffy. I, I do like Duffy. I'm not as um, I'm not as pessimistic as about Brighton as you, and I, I do like Duffy. Uh, I think there's a good chance that Brighton wins this game 1-0 and uh, Duffy may get the only goal. He um, He's always involved. Like, who who are you just talking about? Uh, one of the other defenders. Azpilicueta? No, no, Klein? no. Klein? Uh, a defender who uh, heads, who, who gets dunk? a dunk, I guess. Maybe you were talking about Duffy. I don't know. Fuck it. Anyway, uh, Duffy, good. I like Duffy. Azpilicueta, also good. I am taking a bit of a chance on Tarkowski this week too. I feel mm. like he, for for the same reasons as Duffy, is he's always he's dangerous. So expensive. He is very expensive at seven thousand dollars. He's the most expensive uh, defender on the slate. I don't think there's any other. Southampton 000. does get forward though. Southampton does put pressure on defenses. That's right. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons Tarkowski is so expensive as well, is because he uh, he stays busy. I mean, if you're a central defender on a team like Burnley. Uh, you're you're gonna have a lot to do. Who do you like in goal? In goal, I uh, most of my exposure is to Kepa Arizabalga for Chelsea Same. at five thousand five hundred. I uh, a bit reluctant since they got smashed last week, but you got to figure that was in a bit a bit of an anomaly, and it's only five thousand five hundred and. I don't know. If Huddersfield score on Chelsea, uh, they should probably just voluntarily uh, relegate themselves. I like Ariza Balaga as well. I also like two goalkeepers who are on the road uh, this week, which is kind of dangerous to play sometimes. But uh, Foster for Watford at $4,500. You were just mm. talking about how you think they're going to lose one nothing with a Brighton uh, goal thanks to a header from a defender. Um, but... You know, Watford's decent on the road. I think they can still win this game. And uh, I, I could see Brighton not scoring a goal here and Foster at a good price at $4,500. Uh, 
Uh, I like Baruch. Uh, Borich. Borich <laughs> for Bournemouth. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's had two straight clean sheets. Um, seems to be settled in pretty well in the goal there for Bournemouth. And Cardiff doesn't inspire much when it comes to offense. No, and, and, and I did not watch uh, Bournemouth's victory against Chelsea, but the BBC match report said that Boric made five very impressive saves. Yeah, he was terrific. And uh, you got to figure that going up against Cardiff is <laughs> way easier than going up against Chelsea. I do have, uh, I mean, most of my exposure here is to Ariza, excuse me, Ariza Balaga and uh, Boric. I do have one with Rui Patricio from Wolves. Uh, a bit of a risk because playing on the road at Everton they might not even win, but he is only four thousand five hundred. So, and he, he he's he's not totally he's he's not a slouch, Rudy right. Patricio. He there are there are games where he just racks up save after save after save. I noticed a lot of the fantasy sites like Crystal Palace keeper Gaita at forty five hundred dollars. Um, I just Fulham's offense has been in good form. They're oh again they're. <laughs> 0-10 and, and 2 on the road, but um, I could see them getting one goal in. Their defense is just the problem. Yeah. All right. Should we uh, move on to our our yank-off? Uh, why don't we do that? Each week, Sam Knight and I compete head-to-head in what we call the yank-off with the loser tasked with a homework assignment for next week's show. That was why last episode I had to give a recap of the 1971 race for the first division title. What are we playing for this week? Uh, this week, so uh, the loser has to give a report on a uh, an American player who recently ha- went through relegation. Okay, in the Premier League. In the Premier League, yes. All right. So, uh, do you want to go first in breaking down your lineup? Uh, actually, no. You want me to go first? <laughs> Why don't you go first? Yeah, right. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm picking one of my eight lineups actually <laughs> right now to uh, go against you. All right. Uh, this strategy has probably been made clear throughout the podcast, but I'm paying down at striker, going with Joshua King and uh, Bournemouth. I think he is going to score some goals this week against. Cardiff City, at least one goal. And I also like Jordan Ayu in there at only $7,500. No Zaha this week. Going up against Fulham's terrible defense. Um, You can pay down at forward this week and then be able to pay up at midfield for Eden Hazard, who I have. Of course, if Willian ends up starting, then I will place him with Willian. I have Frazier. I'm hoping for the Frazier to King combination in midfield. And then I have Milivojevic rounding out my midfield. Of course, if I replace Hazard with Willian, I'll replace Milivojevic with Townsend. In defense, I went with Olabas for Brighton, looking for an assist. And that's the same reason I went with Juan Basanka for Crystal Palace against Fulham. I think both of them could get assists this week. And then I went with... uh, Boruch, Boric, <laughs> however the fuck you say his name, <laughs> Boric in goal versus Cardiff. So I am going to uh, just 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 to yeah. further explain this lineup. This is what I was getting at earlier with, um, yeah. If you want to get Mitrovic, I see the need to get someone like Babel in the midfield. But if you're not trying to get Mitrovic, you don't need to go below seventy five hundred dollars in the midfield, and you can still get players like Hazard, still get defenders like Olabas, still get uh, a good goalkeeper, and have quality strikers in IU and King. All right, so I am uh, toying with this here. I think uh, who I am going to throw at you, my friend, as I continue to buy time here. <laughs> I uh, will go with the uh, the Crystal Palace stack that I was referring to earlier. I've, I'll 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 uh, hit you with Ayu up top with King from Bournemouth. Uh, All right, so we've matched strikers here. We're ma- we're matching strikers. I'm going with the uh, Townsend Milivojevic, uh, Aiden Hazard trio. Okay, so we've uh, got two out of three midfielders <laughs> here. 
And uh, but uh, hey, as we know, yeah. it often comes down to those uh, other. I'm surprised players. you're not going with your Babel lineup here. I'm in midfield. not. No, I'm going with uh, Darty and Johnny uh, right. in defense and Ariza Balga. All right. So we do uh, have differential lineups in defense and in goal. So. Yeah, and of course, those are subject to change. Those are subject to change. Depending I was, on the lineups that come out. I was looking at some of my other ones, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just think that one, uh, I, I like the simplicity of the stacks there. The sounds, ch- like you'll be, uh, sounds like stack. you'll be making some edits Saturday morning. <laughs> Probably. I will, too. You have to. If you want to win you this stuff, it. you, you have it. to edit your lineup when lineups come out. Yeah. All right. That is the show. You can find us on FanDuel. Challenge us if you want. I'm Pioneer of the Nile. I am Sam Knight One. We'll be back next week to see how we did and preview match day 26. If you're curious about what Sam and I do for our day jobs, check out www.districtsentinel.com. We report on federal policy in Washington, D.C. From the left, we're a bunch of socialists. And consider subscribing at patreon.com slash district sentinel. Good luck Saturday, and if none of our picks pan out, you can always bribe the ref.